Hey, welcome to the First Two Entrepreneurs podcast, where we feature first responders that are also entrepreneurs or running business on the side. We are here to showcase these businesses, but also talk about the difficulties running a business while being a first responder. My name is Ryan Ballard, and I'm your host. In today's show, I am super excited to welcome Jared Cunningham from Elevation Roofing and Restoration. And Jared's also a fireman for Plano Fire down in Texas. How are you, Jared? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing all right, man. I appreciate you coming on. You know, I'm excited to hear more about your story and, uh, you know, get it out to the listeners. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to hopefully encourage other first responders, whether it's police, fire, dispatchers, uh, you know, whatever they line of work they may be into, to encourage them to jump into entrepreneurship and explore that avenue of of business. And I think there's a lot of people that in our industries that want to pursue that, but they don't necessarily know where to start. They they're wondering how to balance shift life with the business and family and in all of the other commitments that we make is typically most of us that are in the fire service are involved in other things at the department, right? Special specialized teams, committees, you know, whatever the case may be. And right. I think it's, you know, it's, it's tough for some people to figure out how to manage all of that. And the more guests we have on, there's always tips and, and different things that maybe they haven't heard of before. Maybe that maybe they hear something from your story that propels them into the entrepreneurial space to to achieve the dreams that they always have uh, you know have wanted. So um we're excited to get your story out, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, man. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity for having me on here. You know, right. and I'm excited about, you know, sharing everything with everyone else. So and hopefully it can help somebody, you know, accomplish their dreams and their goals that, you know, they want to pursue in life. So. Awesome. I love it. Love it. So uh, tell me a little bit about Elevation. What, uh, how long you've been in business? Uh, so I've been in business uh, for about four years, you know, and uh, you know, when we're growing, uh, we're, we're located in Waxhatchee, Texas. So right here in Ellis County, uh, it's just South of Dallas, about 30 minutes South of Dallas. And uh you know, uh, we just opened up an office location uh, right in the downtown area. So, That's you know, fantastic. we're excited about that, you know, and it, and it's always good to be a, uh, you know, like a, you know, a hometown roofer or just a local roofing company that people, you know, they can know and trust, you know, yeah, absolutely. so. Awesome. And what, uh, tell me a little bit about the, about the business. What do you guys do? Um, so basically we do, uh, roofing you know and all exterior work so we'll do roofing siding gutters fencing uh windows windows screens you know stuff that comes from a uh, hailstorm typically um you know windstorm uh basically any you know storm damage from the outside you know we'll handle everything on the inside as well um you know that's caused from storm damage you know so we consider ourselves uh insurance restoration experts uh so we'll handle you know uh, a homeowner's insurance claim from start to finish um, you know, we'll handle all the per paperwork, dealing with all the insurance companies, um, you know, and, uh, you know, all the ins and outs with the homeowners and just that way, it's just an easy process for them. So it's not like, you know, a headache because it can be a headache dealing with the insurance companies and, you know, the insurance, they don't want to, you know, pay for everything up front, 
Uh, sometimes they'll, they won't pay for things. So we're pretty good about arguing with them and, and you know, justifying, you know, uh, explaining why they need to, to pay for certain items and bringing their roof up to current code regulations and all that stuff, you know. Um, and we feel like throw in a lot of stuff that we make people make, you know, uh, make them feel like they're getting a good deal, you know, on our services and stuff. So, and we fully upgrade everything. So, you know, it's just a little bit about us. <laughs> so we're, we're kind of getting into the restoration side of things as well, being able to uh, do water restoration. Um, you know, that just gives us another, you know, something else where we can help customers. Yeah. So, Absolutely, man. I, I think it's, handling all that insurance stuff from from the get-go is is such a huge value add for for your clients right like i don't having that taken off my plate and having that managed by somebody else you know your restoration company for example i mean i as a potential client i would look at that and be like well they're gonna do all the work they're gonna do it right you know they're, right. they're insured they're you know everything is everything's on point and they're gonna manage the insurance stuff for me right so, yeah Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. and that's what that's what we try to do. You know, we try to educate our homeowners because you know, the insurance process, you know, um, a lot of people don't understand all the ins and outs. And when they get the a list of paperwork, you know, they'll they'll see their estimate and, and it's just a breakdown of all kinds of stuff and it's foreign to people, you know, and they don't mm -hmm. really know they don't really know what it what it means, you know, and, and so we our biggest thing is we like to educate the homeowner on on, you know, uh everything that, that the insurance covered in this estimate, what we need covered, what we need to do to get your roof right, what we're putting on your roof, the, the type of quality of the materials that we're using. Um, you know, we just list everything out for them and just really, you know, educate the homeowner every step of the way. And that's what we take pride in. No, that's so. huge, man. And it, it builds trust, right? And you're also being transparent at the same time, which is in the business world is a, is a very nice thing to have, right? You know, you're, you're, you're eliminating hopefully any kind of mistrust or, you know, any issues that may make that potential client not trust you. Um, yeah. You know, so that's huge. Um, I love it. Why, uh, why did you get into this specifically? Did you do this before the fire service? How did you get into roofing and restoration? You know, so I've been a firefighter um, in Plano, Texas for about, uh, 11, well, I've, I've been, I started in, I, I've kind of moved around from different fire departments, but I worked in Lancaster Fire Department for a while, Arlington Fire Department, and then Plano. Plano has been a great department, you know, um, things, you know, in the past, you know, past previous departments have gotten political and, um, they cut some pay benefits and, you know, and it's mm -hmm. just where what a lot of firefighters deal with, you know, yep. um, but Plano is really good for taking care of their employees. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I work there. Um, but I've always had, um, you know, when I worked in Lancaster, I always wanted to do something on the side and, uh, you know, I didn't know what I, what I really wanted to do at the time. I went, kind of wanted to start a power washing business and, you know, cause all firefighters have side businesses and, you know, they all do that, you know, which is, which is great, you know, and that's what I, you know, um, you know, I would tell everybody to, to get one. You also, you want to have a backup plan stuff. If something happened to you or your family, you know, and if you get burned out on a job, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen why it's good to have something on the side, Absolutely. but, um, you know, and then I started a, a home inspection business. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I went to school, I got my home inspection license, and um, I did that for a while. And, um, 
you know, and I was inspecting these houses and you're inspecting them from the ground up, you know, and I was getting on all these roofs and I would see that the, the roofs are damaged, you know, and, and previously I thought that, you know, if you wanted to make money in the storm restoration industry, you had to be out there chasing storms, like all over the country, all over the States. And mm -hmm. then I'm like, man, we have all these roofs that are damaged in my own backyard, you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know, and then that's why I was like, man, this would be good. Cause I'm over here. I'm recommending a, a roofer to, you know, these houses and, and, you know, saying, Hey, this is who I'd recommend as a roofing company, all these homeowners. And I'm making a few hundred bucks on the house, you know, which is great. Um, you know, and I was like, well, there potentially I can make a little bit more, you know, and it would probably work with my fire department schedule a little bit better to be able to, to do this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, schedule it. Cause when people wanted a home inspection, uh, you know, they, they had that 10 day option period where I would work one day on shift at the fire department and they would want to tip the, to get my, uh, to get their inspection done in the next two days, you know, when I was off, cause mm -hmm. you know, we work one day on two days off. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had to move a lot of strings and my wife, she's a hairstylist. Uh, so I had to make things work, you know, and it just kind of was, wasn't the balance that we wanted, you know, um, the home inspection business was great, you know, and it, and, and it would be great for, you know, firefighters, but it just has to have, you just have to make sure that you have the right balance. So getting on all those damaged roofs, it kind of led me into starting my own roofing company. And I used to sell roofs, um, through fire school, uh, in the past for another local roofing company. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I already, and I worked with my dad doing remodel contracting, um, you know, you know, as, as a youngster, you know, and, and moving up, uh, and I did all that. So, you know, I put on roofs and, and we did everything. So all of those things kind of led me into doing this. Awesome. That's fantastic. I mean, and you're right. A lot, the majority of firemen have side hustles, no matter what it is. Um, you know, most of them either want to, or they do. Right. And, you know, hopefully listening to this podcast, listening to the show that they can find encouragement that it can be done whether you know you're doing home inspections like you were doing and and that's right. the thing and, yeah. and i'm glad you pointed that out it didn't work for you but it may work for somebody else absolutely yeah i work with a lot of guys who you know who who do home inspections you know and they love it and i think mm -hmm. it was, and it's great yeah it's a it's a great tie-in to, to the fire service yeah. yeah and it actually yeah and that, that you make a good point with that because um when I was doing home inspections, it made me a better firefighter because mm -hmm. I learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know about, um, electrical plumbing, um, you know, like just even just regular building material stuff, you know, that yeah. I've never heard of, you know, um, and just some of those things, like, cause you know, we have running calls with the fire department, you know, you go on things that overheat electrical, you know, just shorts, stuff mm -hmm. like that, that are on fire, looking at the breakers, seeing you know you can actually point out well that size that wire looks a little oversized for you know what i mean or under size in this breaker what what we need you know so there's a lot of uh a lot of things that i learned that i use you know as a firefighter yeah no and and that's the thing guys i think guys think that you know it's it's hard to to start the business obviously and then you know whether you're a fireman cap you know whatever you whatever your career choice is they think that there's there might not be any correlation between the two, and I argue that there is correlation. Depending on the business you're starting, right? Whether you're right. roofing, whether you're home inspecting, whether you're 
you know, doing HVAC. I mean, there's a number of other different jobs that tie into the fire service, for example. I'm not too familiar with the police side of things, but I'm sure there's different private private security, private consulting. Um, you know, I'm sure there's other things that tie into, you know, the police world too. Right. But, you know, if you're if you're unsure, why why not figure out, hey, what what are some of the tasks that we do as firemen? or as a cop or a dispatcher and see if there's a, a private sector for it. And maybe you yeah. can start your own side gig doing, you know, yeah. whatever in the private sector. Right. And Absolutely. like you said, it might further your knowledge as a fireman. It might further your knowledge as a, as a police officer, you know, you never know. And why, I mean, if they go hand in hand to each other, I mean, that, that would be the ultimate scenario. Right. Cause now you're yeah. still learning both ways. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, so you mentioned balance, and this is something that I think we all struggle with in the entrepreneurial world, and even guys that you know work a, a shit ton of overtime, or you know they're on every specialty team, and they're on you know they do a ton of stuff, which right, I'm yeah. guilty of of that as well. Um, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm definitely still a lot involved at the fire department, and. Um, you know, I have my side business, I'm doing the podcast, I, I help run a non for profit. So I'm, you know, beyond busy. And I think that we all struggle with time management at some point, and balance, you mentioned balance yeah. before. Yeah. And, you know, whether and you especially when you have families, you know, I know you have a family. Yeah. And, you know, I have a family, I have friends, I, you know, there's, you have that other, you have that personal side of your life that you have to manage as well. And you have to dedicate time to. Yeah. Because if yeah. you don't, all that work, whether you're, you know, you got your fire department career, you got, you know, the roofing and restoration business. And without that, or without your family and friends, what are you working for? Why, why are you busting your ass so much exactly. you know, during the day? And you have yep. nothing to come home to. Yep. Yep. You know, yep. and how I've always, I've always had this issue with balancing time. Yep. I dedicate, I've, which is my own, my own fault. I've dedicated myself to too many things, which in a previous podcast, we talked about saying no is, yeah. is something super powerful to, um, right. to yeah. accept that it's okay. Right. But I've always like, I'm very big on my calendar. I, you know, if it's, I, I put everything in my calendar because if I don't, I'm either a going to forget or B I'm going to miss an appointment or a meeting or, you know, something like that. But I also stop my calendar at a certain point in time in, in the day to allow myself to leave work. I mean, we have the same schedule as you guys down there with the fire department is 24 on 48 off, but then I come home and I'm, you know, doing my, my side business and the, and the charity right, but at yeah. a certain point in time, you got to stop and say, you know what, you know, the, the work day's over, it's family yeah. time, you know, time to time to spend with them time to spend with your friends, decompress a little bit, relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, <laughs> you know, important. so you gotta find the balance. Absolutely. And what is there anything that any kind of thing like time management, or, you know, any other issues that you have had to work through? running your running your business a successful you know roofing and restoration business and managing your 
fire department career and also your family and friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like you mentioned before, you know, you know, it's, it's all about balance, you know, like, um, you know, and I, that I had, a, I, you know, it, it's hard because, you know, you're, you're in that the mode of like, you know, you go on shift and you, you walk in, you know, and everybody expects from you and you have to be like that. Um, you have to put on your firefighter face, you know, and you got to be ready for everything, you know, and then when you get off work, you know, even though you did training at work and y'all ran calls and that's where your head was, um, it, you got to break away from that. And then now you got to focus on, Hey, this is, uh, you know, now, now I'm a, I'm business owner. I have clients to, that, you know, that, that I need help. I need to follow up with. I need to, you know, we have these projects that are, we have to do and so-and-so, um, and, and it's hard. You do have to, you have to balance it, you know, because, you know, you can get so caught up like with our schedule one day on firefighter, two days off business owner, but you try to get all that done in two days. And then, you know, guess what? I have two daughters, five and nine, two girls and, and a wife, you know, and each one of them need my attention on those two days off just as much as my business does, you know? So I did, you know, I, I've struggled with that too. When business is great, you know, yeah, it's, it's good, you know, but you can tell when things start to kind of slide off, you know, and you're like, okay, I need to cut back from here, you know, from doing as many projects or, or find another way, not necessarily doing as many projects, but find another way to delegate those tasks, you know, and I need to, you know, I need some one-on-one -on -one time with, with one of my daughters. And then I need one-on-one -on -one time with the other daughter. You know what I mean? I need one-on-one -on -one time with my wife. We need date night. You know, we need to do something right now that's going to change, that needs to change and then build that balance back up. Um, so some of the things that I've, I've that I've done, because at first, you know, like, you know, you get jobs rolling in, you know, you're like, oh, where am I at this process, whatever. So being organized better, you know, like what you said about putting everything down in your calendar. I'm like that, you know, finding a system, systems and processes, I, I think for, for my business is, is kind of, which helps me, um, you know, manage that the best I can. Um, and having a good software, you know, like a CRM um, that I use, I use Job Nimbus, and that helps me uh, keep everything in line. All my photos, all my, I'm not hopping around from different things, you know, uh, my accounting software, I use QuickBooks. Um, so having all these systems in place, um, you know, like if we have a certain roof, I'll have a project manager on the job, on job site, you know, and I've made a list in our CRM where they have to um, do so, all these certain steps the way that I want them done and they take photos of everything and it goes directly in that folder all their documents uh, a homeowners uh, our agreement insurance paperwork um, supplements all these things go on this one file right here and then you know that project manager he's delegated with those tasks to put them in there you know and uh, I'll still run jobs and do them and stuff too, but it's just, you know, just maintaining that balance and having systems and processes in place to, to be able to, you know, free yourself, but free yourself up, not only physically, but, but mentally, you know what I mean? It helps keep everything organized in here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I, great points. And I, I love the, the delegation uh, aspect of what you were talking about. Now, whether that's, physically to another person or whether that's digitally with softwares, CRMs exactly. or, or task management software, project management software. You know, I think that that portion of businesses is underutilized. I think that yeah. people 
like, oh no, I can just do it on a, a spreadsheet with zero automation or, you know, I, I can manage everything in there, which some people can, you know, if yeah. you're, if you're an Excel wizard, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's your thing, but you know, there's yeah. so many good softwares out there yeah. that whether you're in a roofing space or whether you're a, a architect or a consultant, whatever the case may be, right. um, I, there's so much good software out there that no matter what the company is, I mean, there's a bunch of them out there for all these different, you know, project management tasks and CRMs and stuff and, yeah. you know, use them, utilize yeah. them. Yeah, it costs money, but what would you rather pay the the couple hundred or you know, couple hundred bucks a month? Or are you going to hire an an administrative assistant now yeah. to take care of those tasks at 50 K a year. Exactly. Yeah. When you, when you can have an audit, you know, a, all of that done via a software. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it may take yep. a little, might take a little bit to set up at first, but you know, and I'm not discouraging people from hiring and obviously being a, a, a provider of jobs. Um, but those particular tasks, I mean, yeah. those can easily be done by a piece of software. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. People use those spreadsheets and they, and their number one thing is they, they want to save the money and don't want to spend the money, you know, but that's what I say about getting the software is spend the money, you know, <laughs> it's, you're going to, it's going to, you're going to, you know, you're going to thank yourself in the long term. So. Absolutely. And, you know, delegation to other people is important as well. I, I struggle with this uh, mainly in the, on the charity side of things. Um, you know, we, the CEO and I were actually just talking about it yesterday on shift together. And, you know, we, there's so many different tasks that need to be done. And a lot of it fell on us, us two. And it got to the, it's getting to the point now where it's like, man, we got to start delegating. We talked, we talked about this before. And it's just one of those things that it, it was so second nature second nature and almost like muscle memory when you know this task particular task would come up you know just like starting an iv in our world right yeah. you know you you know all right i gotta do x y and z you know here, here's the procedure you know and then it's done you don't you barely even think about it anymore and it's exactly. kind of where this ended up becoming which was now it, it compounds and now there's more tasks and more tasks and more tasks and it just makes it worse. Right. And yeah. 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 We become efficient with completing these particular tasks, but now all of our time is being tied up with this when we need to be doing other things to, yep. to move our mission forward. Mm -hmm. And, you know, finally we're, we're revamping our, our executive board to, to accomplish these things and to, you know, delegate more, but, but man, they, you know, I'm glad you brought it up. Cause I think that's something that, all business owners struggle with whether you're a first responder or not, right. you know, it's something that some people just need to get out of their own heads and delegate it and not take complete control over everything, which, you know, I had that problem too. And, you know, you want it done a certain way. Well, it's like, all right, train somebody to do it that way. If it's not something that can be done via software, train them, train them yeah. how you want it to be done. And as long as you hire a good employee and you're leading, you know, the right yeah. way, that employee is going to want to work for you anyways. And th that person's going to follow your instructions. It's going to follow your training. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, man, all good stuff. All good stuff. What uh, I like to ask people in the, in the podcast, 
you know, what their why is, you know, whether it's fire service related, whether it's uh, the business related, you know, why do you do what you do? Why do we, why do we put ourselves through, you know, we, we obviously see some, some crazy shit sometimes, you know, in our jobs, you know, and then we, we have mental stress with that. We have all, you know, physical stressors with that. And that now we're putting a business on top of that as well. Yeah. You know, why, why do we put ourselves through this? So I like to, I like to ask because some people have very powerful stories behind their whys and, you know, it might resonate with somebody and you know what? I really loved what Jared said. Yeah. I'm going to do this. So if you have one, cool. If not, um, you know, I can share mine. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's kind of always, I, I, I think that like, you know, you, you find your why and that's hard enough for a lot of people to even find, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's yep. books out there. There's a lot of stuff. And, you know, recently I started reading a book, you know, um, uh, start with your why, you know, by Simon Sinek, Simon Sinek. you know, yep. and, um, you know, he's got a lot of good stuff about there, you know, and so, you know, and, and it's just like, I mean, I still struggle with that too, you know, cause you know, mm-hmm. we do as firefighters take on a lot, you know, and sometimes yeah. too much, you know, and that, and that's what I've realized with the delegation thing, you know, I'm bad about sometimes taking on too much. Um, but when it boils down to like, I, I mean, I, my why I would say is, is, is my family, you know, um, you know, my, my girls, my daughters, you know, like, I think that's, you know, but that's, that's pretty basic, you know, I, I think most people, agree that they're taking care of their family and all that is their why why they even have to work and make money in the first place you know mm-hmm. um but and, and i think sometimes like my why has been a little dynamic you know it, it's changed or and, and it's evolved you know um mm-hmm. like for me getting into the fire service um my mom uh when i was when she was 44 she passed away of a heart attack you know so i was i was 15 years old so this was like you know I was a freshman in high school, you know, so it's just, and it's kind of like, you know, for me and I have a younger brother who, or, you know, he's, he's 25 now, but he was eight years old at the time when she passed away. Um, so she had a heart attack and we watched her collapse, you know, we saw her collapse and stuff in the early morning and, you know, she ended up passing away. She had a massive heart attack, you know, but I saw, you know, we live in Waxahachie, but you know, at the time we lived, we still lived in Waxahachie. This is where I grew up. And uh, I saw the firefighters work on her and stuff. And, she, you know, he, they got her stabilized. She went to the hospital and she ended up, you know, having to go to, she went to Baylor Waxhatchee. They couldn't handle everything. So she went to Baylor Dallas and, uh, you know, it was just the big one, you know? Um, so she passed away and, you know, and, and at the time, you know, my, I thought, you know, cause my, my brother, he's eight years old, you know, he's little and he watched it happen too. And like when, whenever we, that's what wanted me to, why I wanted to get the job in the first place is because I never wanted, I wanted to do that and, and try to help somebody's family member. Um, you know, even if you had that little boy in the background watching, I wanted him to know that I'm doing everything that I could to save his mom or dad, you know? Mm -hmm. And for me in the fire service, that's always been my why, you know, and why I do what I would do to, to help people and to save people and save lives, you know, protect property, you know, but number one, save lives, you know, and make a difference in people's lives because it made a difference in my life with, you know, I've been doing that for the last 11 years. My, Mm -hmm. my, uh, my younger brother, he's, uh, you know, he's 25 now and he's a firefighter in Frisco. So it's like that one event, 
could change everybody's life, you know, like for the better, you know, mm-hmm. and look, and you know, you think of how many lives I've saved, um, you know, in my career in the past 11 years, and now he's been doing it for the last five years. And look, think of how many lives, lives he's saved just by one event, you know? So that's always been my why in the fire service, you know? And then as you get older, I had kids, my why changed. It, mm-hmm. it, that's why I talked about it being dynamic because, you know, I mean, it's still focused on that, you know, with the fire service, but my why's changed. Well, now it's like, Hey, I got kids that depend on me, that look up to me, that need me for guidance, you know, um, a wife that, you know, I need to support, you know, and a family I need to take care of. And when you start seeing how much work you do in the job and, you know, when you see the stressors and stuff like that, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, obviously you want fine. You want freedom. You want, you want, uh, financial freedom, you know, and that's always, you know, you want, you want to be able to go to schedules, you know, you want to be home for the holidays. You want to go to your, uh, kids games and, and you always want to be there. And I realized like, Hey, I always want to be there. You know, I don't want to miss anything. Um, so it's always been a goal to, to kind of have some kind of freedom, you know, with the business and, and, you know, you know, with my business and, and whether that, you know, you know, whether it's my business now, what I'm doing, but the, but what helps me, like even all firefighters, like having a job, having a side hustle, having a side business, you know, I always look at the fire department right now is that's always been my bill paying, you know, like I pay all my bills with that and, and having my business on the side, cause it allows with so, so much extra time, um, I can save all that and I can buy other assets and stuff like that. That's going to make money. And, you know, kind of like the delegation thing, or, you know, you want your money making money for you, you know? And so that's always the goal, you know? So with my business, I want to be able to, to do that because you got earned income and you you need to create some kind of passive income too. And, you know, instead of, you know, we can easily make money with the roofing business and live it up on going vacations and stuff too. But, but the, the goal here is to have some sort of financial freedom, you know, to be able to do things that, that, that are going to make you happy, your family happy and everything. So, um, all that right there, you know, freedom, you know, that, that's my why of why I do everything, do this. And, um, you know, sometimes you got to write it down to tell yourself, you know, that, you know, and you just got to remind yourself because when things get hard, you know, you need something to say, Hey, this is why I do it. Yeah, dude. I absolutely love that answer. All, all, all aspects of it. Um, you know, that's, and thank you for, for sharing that story. I, I really hope that, uh, it resonates with people. I, I think it will, you know, I think that that is a big reason why a lot of people get into the fire service talking about that first, you know, they, they see an an event that happens in their lives, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's something that happened to a stranger in front of them. And that might propel them at a young age to say, you know what, that's what I want to do. I want to be like that guy or that girl that just helped, uh, you know, that helped that person. And, you know, it's, I think in in today's fire service, uh, there needs to be more of a remembrance on why you got in it. Um, you know, I yeah. think that that has not necessarily fallen to the wayside, but it's become a little bit less. Um, I guess people are thinking about it less. And um, I going back to that is something that will ground you and 
make you remember, hey, you know, this is this is why I get into it, especially if you're having a shitty day, you had a bad call, you had you know, whatever, um, you know, you go back to it and all right, that's that's why I wanted to do it. Yeah. Okay. And then you, you, you're almost like taking a breath and yeah. okay, I'm good now. Let's yeah. you know continue to move forward. Yeah. Um, you know, and on the business side of things, I think that, you know, you hit pretty much damn near everything that, you know, that I've thought of myself too. Right. And, yeah. you know, the freedom aspect and creating, creating realistically generational wealth, right? You want to be able to do things with your family that wouldn't be possible without your business. And right. not yeah. only that, but setting your kids up for success and, you know, allowing them to have the, you know, the life experiences and, and maybe the education or, you know, whatever you want for them or they want in the future, having right. the, having the money or the cash on hand to do so is unbelievably important because without that, I mean, it might not be possible. Right. And who, yeah. and who knows what doors that might open for them in the future. And yeah. You know, I love the fact that you mentioned creating passive income and reinvesting a lot of your money that you get from the roofing business because, yeah, you can totally do what you said and live it up, go on vacations every every month and, you know, spend it all. I mean, that's totally, you know, if that's that's your thing, that's your thing, you know. But, you know, if you take a little bit of that money and start investing it in, into assets that are going to create money passively, right? Yeah, it's huge. Right, and yeah. it's just going to help yourself in the in your family and and you know for the foreseeable future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and that's all about you know, like find you know, you know, you find your why. You know, and I've I've kind of found that with this, but um, you know, like my wife, um, she's she's a hairstylist. You know, and in the past, like some of that, I think it's important to help you know help everybody else with their why. You know, yes. like, like her, why she's a hairstylist and it's always been a dream of her to open her own salon, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so where my office sits in Waxahachie, um, right in the same suite, there's two suites we rented out. Mm-hmm. So about a suite and three quarters, about a suite, almost a little over a suite and a half. Mm-hmm. She, uh, is a salon. So we opened up a salon and I use roof money to help renovate the entire thing. So now, you know, we're able to fill her dreams up with what she's going to do with her salon. So we've made it, you know, exactly to what she wants. She has all of her friends, you know, they have a, they're a close knit group of girls that come in here and, you know, we're just grateful that, you know, that, that we have all that going. And uh, so it's just, you know, that that's what we decided to use the money. So to create some kind of that, you know, mm-hmm. passive income and, and everything too, that, that's just an example of kind of how we're, we're starting to do with it. Yeah. And you're, and just like you said, you're helping someone else out with their why, you know, right. it's, it's great that it's your wife and, you know, yeah. helping her achieve her dreams as well. Yeah. You and know, help, that's, that's going to help build our relationship together as well. You know what I mean? And absolutely. It's going to do something that's more selfish on what I, what I want done. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of filling her, filling her up, filling her cup up, you know, and filling her needs. That's so. fantastic, man. Good stuff. That's awesome. And, you know, I, the more and more that, you know, I talk to people and, and, and hear their stories, you know, I never, you know, I, I'm always amazed at, you know, some of the responses I get from that question and yours was fantastic. And, um, I loved every, every bit of it and, you know, asking 
And some people don't know their why, which is okay. And like you said, yours evolved, yours evolved. And, and it's totally fine. And, but it sparks a conversation and it sparks some thought into, into, you know, people's, people's minds. It's like, okay, well, I don't, I don't know my why right now, which is fine, but what, what can it be? Is it, you know, like mine is, you know, I'm committed to service. Like I, 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 that's been my thing for many, many years. And, you know, I, I just love helping other people. I love, you know, I'm, I'm committed to servitude and, you know, helping people find their wives or helping people, you know, get their business out there. For example, in this podcast, you know, I firemen, I, you know, help run a charity, you know, so I've, I've literally made that my focus in my life. And I, and I also try to do that with my family and my friends and helping them figure out what they want in life and hopefully help them get there. However, it may be, whether it's a conversation, whether it's a motivational post I put up, what, whatever it may be, you know, I want to be that support system for them to help them get to that point. And, you know, that's, that's my reward. You know, that's my, you know, fulfilling, um, you know, feeling from that, but yeah, that's awesome, man. I love to hear that. Yeah. Very, very good stuff, man. I, I really, really, really appreciate you having, having you on. Do you have any final thoughts for anybody listening today about business or life in general? Um, no, I mean, you know, um, yeah, just kind of, there's a lot of books out there that will, you know, kind of tell you, you know, like kind of help you out trying to find your why and what's important, you know, but just kind of, you know, I would say, I think Simon Sinek says basically, you know, let's work with somebody and let them help you figure it out, you know, and basically find a, a good mentor, you know, or, or a partner that you can work with to kind of work it out, you know, with someone else to find out, you know, what you're good at and see, you know, look at the things that you enjoyed in your past, you know, and, uh, you know, um, kind of go from there, you know, and, um, see what you've always enjoyed doing and, and kind of look back at where you can start, you know, because I know a lot of people have issues of, of say, Hey, where do I start? You know, where do I go from here? How do I start a business? You know, I know I want this and that, but sometimes you need some, you know, take some time and, you know, self-reflection and say, Hey, what have I always liked to do? You know, what do I like to do? What do I enjoy doing? You know, and instead of break away from just say, Hey, how much money is this going to make me? How much is this going to be? You know what I mean? It's going to be much more uh, enjoyable and, and you're going to be more fulfilled um, you know, if, if you find out what really makes you happy, you know, and just go with it that way, you know, and I think we're all, God always puts us in where we need to be. And, um, you know, so even if it's a crappy situation right now, I think there's going to be better days to come. So hundred percent. I yeah. couldn't agree with that more, man. And again, thank you brother for coming on. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm excited for this episode to come out. I think that uh, you provided a lot of value. You provided you, you sh- just sharing your story in general was was powerful, and I really hope that somebody listening today gains something from from our conversation and listening to your story, and hopefully applies a thing or two from you know your your story and into their lives. And um, but yeah, uh, where can people find out about your business? Social media, um, website. Yeah, social media. You can find us on, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram. You know, just uh, look up Elevation uh, Roofing Texas. You know, and we should be able to pop up. Or you can go to elevationrrs.com. 
and we'll be there. That's our website. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you again, Jared, for coming out, taking the time out of your business schedule to hop on. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll have Jared's website, his social media links and whatever other contact information that we have. We'll have that in the show notes. Um, it was a pleasure having you on brother. And, you know, hopefully we'll uh, talk in the future here. Yeah, man. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for taking the time to have me on and, you know, uh, thanks again. So take care and good luck with everything and stay safe. All right. You too, man. All right, man. Thank you for listening to the first do entrepreneurs podcast if you like our show please hit that subscribe button below and leave a five-star review if you're a first responder that also runs a business or maybe you're looking to start a business check out our facebook group for tips thank you again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode